0: Hi. Um welcome to my podcast, I guess. My name is Mara and I'm going to not try to be negative in this podcast. However, I just have to put this statement out there. If you are here because you know me and are here to make fun of me, then literally just leave now. I am so over being scared to do things just because I don't want to be made fun of, and I've been doing that for a really long time of, you know, like, doing things to please people, and I'm about done doing that, so make fun of me if you want, I really don't give a fuck anymore, <laughs> Um, and I originally was going to make a podcast with my best friend, Kelsey, but I feel like we have very different things we want to talk about on our podcast. And I still probably am going to make one with her. But it's just... I want I want to talk about some of the things that really interest me. That don't really interest her on this podcast right now. So that's what we're going to go to and do on this one. Um, this podcast... The plans I have for this podcast is to really just help me. It's more about me than anyone else. If I don't have a bunch of viewers or listeners, I really don't care. Um, it would be nice for people to want to hear what I have to say. I feel like everyone wants someone to hear what they have to say. But even if I literally get one viewer, no listeners, I. I don't care because I feel like this is more of a therapy for me and just putting out what I have in my mind into a recording. And if I happen to help a few people doing that, then that's fine. But if no one listens, then that's also okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. So, well, So today we're going to get into a pretty deep topic um, which it's going to be about depression, um, and just how, just everything I've been through and how I try to sort of get out of that cycle of just staying in bed and feeling sorry for myself. So, yeah. So if I was going to tell you everything that I've experienced with depression, this episode would probably be like 3 hours long, to be honest. So all you really have to know is I started having depression in when I was around God, I think it was like 13 or 14. I'm now 18 now. Um and 2020 was the worst year of my depression. I know that that's been the same thing for quite a lot of people, but it wasn't only the pandemic for me. It was quite a lot of things, and around February, January of 2020, my grandmother died, who I was very close with, and then a couple months later my cat died um and then obviously the pandemic and everything happening recently my parents have gone through a divorce of mainly my dad's fault and if my dad were to just say that he wasn't really in love anymore then I would sort of be okay with it and not really as upset as I am about it but he did a lot of crappy things to me and my mother and sister. So really, um, he's been a big cause of this whole thing of me spiraling down. And I'm not really talking to him right now. Um, and then lastly, I something traumatic happened to me on New Year's, literally the last day of the freaking year. I was like, yes, 2021 is going to be so good. And then there the universe was like, no, fuck you. <laughs> um, which I'm not quite ready to talk about. Maybe in the future I'll talk about it, but I'm not quite ready to talk about it now. But long story short, I've had a pretty shitty run. Um, I think I'm currently going through this... the disp- depressive oh my god the depressive stage i'm currently going through there's like a term for it for it in like spiritual um regards i think it's like night of oh god i really don't remember night of the something um let me let me go find it okay i found it it was dark night of the soul which is like um this this, this depressive stage you go through when you start in your spiritual journey and i have been starting in my spiritual journey sort of in 2020 um so i feel like that also factors into it and not just everything that's been happening in my life but um yeah there i'm not here to ask for sympathy or anything like that. I'm just really here to try to help anyone who's going through the same thing as me and how I sort of try to get out of that depressive state. Now, if you do know me or even if you don't know me and even if you don't know me and you want to share your story or ask me for help, um, I'm here. If you know me, you can text me. If you don't, go to my Instagram, I believe it's Mara Elizabeth, M-A-R-A-H, Elizabeth, and DM me and talk to me. I mean, if you do know me and I was rude to you in the past, I'm really sorry about that. I feel like I'm a completely different person than I was even like um, a couple months ago. Like, I feel like I'm on a totally different wavelength than I was have been and I don't even feel like the same person I was I don't know if it's just the traumatic experiences I've been through the last couple months or trying to further in my spiritual journey but I am not the same person so if I was mean to you I'm so sorry about that but I promise you that I'm not I'm different I am I really am and like it's easier said than actually like proving it But I'm just here to say that you can talk to me if you need. And I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to tell anyone. And I just want to be there for people and help people. Okay, sorry if you hear anything in the background. My mother just woke up and my dog is super annoying. So you might hear her yelling at him. (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, So enough of my sob story. Let's just get into how I try to not feel sad all the time (laughs) sorry I'm a little out of breath I just ran up the steps so the first thing you want is a routine every morning now your routine can be different on different days like I have a routine for school and then I have a routine for weekends but you want to have a basic routine on what time you get up like what time you go to bed, you know, just like the stuff you do in the morning. Just so like, because I know if I don't have a routine, I literally sleep in until one and then just leave my bed and stay in my bed all day. So what I like to have for my routine is I get up, I meditate before school. This is for school. I meditate for around 10 to 15 minutes I feel like meditating just really puts me in a good mood for the rest of the day. Um, You don't have to do that, but that's just what I like to do. One thing I want you to include in your routine, no matter if it's a weekend, a weekday, every day, make your bed. And it doesn't seem that important. However, when I do not make my bed, I get back into bed. I eat in my bed. I do my schoolwork in my bed. And by the end of the day, I have spent my entire day in bed and I feel like a piece of shit. That's literally the end of it. But when I make my bed, I don't want to mess it up. And so I won't go back into it. Now, also it just makes me feel better even if I'm not at home for the whole day. It just makes me feel better coming home and seeing that my room is clean. You know, so every, no matter what your routine is, That's the one thing I want you to implement is to make your bed. After I make my bed, you know, I make myself a coffee. Like, you make up your own routine. You don't need to hear mine. Make up your own that makes you feel better, that makes you feel productive. Um, Just try to have a routine. Try to stick with it. Easier said than done, but try to make up a routine in the morning. Something else I like to do that really helps me with depression is journaling. Now this is I was really against journaling for a really long time just because I was like, oh it's a diary, like I'm writing in a diary like I was twelve. Like it's not it's not the same thing. Really journaling just helps get all of your feelings, all of your thoughts for the day out on paper. I like to do my journal my journaling right before I go to bed. And I tell the everything that happened in that day, how I felt, even if you didn't do anything in the day, just say, "You know, I slept until 12, and I didn't get out of bed, and I didn't feel the greatest today." And you know, that's okay. You don't need to write a whole interesting book, But just write what you did for the day, write how you felt for the day, write what you wish you would have done. Journaling is up to you. You make your own prompts. What I like to do is I have a journal that I just write what happened in the day. And I have another journal with prompts that you don't have to buy one. I bought a book. I use the... What is it? Soul Therapy by Jacqueline Cademan. I don't know if that's right. But that has more prompts of what you can journal off of. Like the one I did yesterday... Let me find it. Was. What are your needs in a healthy relationship. And how can you communicate this with your partner. You know like. So you can even find those prompts on the internet. But I just feel like. Journaling really helps me. Helps me get my feelings down on paper. Next. Is to. You want to think positive, positively. So. This is very hard to do especially when you're in a depressive state you know when I'm really depressed if I do one thing wrong then the rest of my everything else I do for the day is wrong you know if I don't eat a healthy breakfast then I won't eat healthy for the rest of the day because I already ruined it for myself or if I wake up at 12 then I'm a lazy piece of shit and I just lay in my bed for the rest of the day and don't do any schoolwork And that, like, that really is the cycle that gets you into depression because, you know, you can always change. You know, your past is in the past, but your present and future is up to you and you can change it. So even if you wake up at 12, you know, say, instead of saying I'm a lazy piece of shit and I'm just going to lay here for the rest of the day, say, You know, I did wake up at 12. It's not ideal. It's not what I wanted to do. However, I have the rest of the day to make it the most. So I'm going to get up, make my bed, do my routine, and sit at my desk and work on some schoolwork or go out for a run. You know, try to put a positive spin on everything. Even if it's like a traumatic experience that happens to you. You know, with my dad, I don't have the best relationship with him right now. And I'm like, most of the time, I'm like, universe, why would you do this to me? Why would you give me all this negative energy with my dad? Why would the person that I loved like almost most in my life, why would you have him betray me like this? But the positive spin on it is that I'm becoming a stronger person because of that. And I'm maturing more than I ever have. And this is this experience has made me grow and go farther in my spiritual journey and learn how to cope with these things, you know? So you can always put a positive spin, look on the bright side of almost everything that you do. So with thinking positively, I also have, you want a, some healthy coping mechanisms these you have, I can't tell you what coping mechanisms you want to have. I can't tell you, you have to figure those out on your own. My coping mechanisms is journaling and meditating. Um, when I'm feeling depressed and I'm having depressive thoughts, I say, you know, I'm going to meditate right now because it's really just going to help me feel better. Um, so, others, for example, could be, you know, if I'm feeling depressed, then I go on a run, I exercise. That's not it for me. Um, but, you know, you sort of have to find them out on your own. I can't tell you what your coping mechanisms are going to be. You sort of have to figure that one out on your own. But another thing that you want in your life is a support system. Um, I'm lucky. I have quite a good support system. My best friend Kelsey is probably my number one go-to person whenever I need help with anything. Um I don't know what I did to deserve her. I'm not crying, sorry. I just ate. <laughs> I don't know what I did to deserve her. Like she's literally an angel sent from heaven. Anything I need, she helps me with. But I also have my mom, I have my sister, and I have my therapist um, to go to, which we're going to talk about in a bit, is therapy. But, you know, it doesn't always have to be your best friend. It could be your mom, your sibling. Um, like, your therapist could be your go-to person. Just at least one person to help support you in anything. And you. it's hard to find a person that you can trust, but... It really does take the stress of thinking you're doing it all alone because you're not alone. There's always someone that wants to help. Um, Speaking of therapists, um, another way that you can help get through your funk is therapy and medication. And there's a lot of stigma over therapy and medication that you're broken if you need either of them or, you know, like... Even I thought that at a point that I was like, I don't even know how to explain I was broken and I was not okay if I needed therapy and medication. But you're you're not a broken person if you need either of them. I am on medication, which took me quite a while to find one that is working for me. And I'm still sort of searching because it was working for a while and it's no longer working for me now. Um... And then therapy, you know, for the longest time, I did not like therapists. You know, I didn't like talking out my feelings. I would sort of push them down and then hope they would disappear. And unfortunately, they never did. (laughs) Um, It took me quite a bit to find a therapist that I liked. And it might take you a bit to find a medication or a therapist that you like. I went through I think, oh God, how many therapists did I go through before I found the one that I connected with? It was one, I literally think it was like five or six. I think she's my seventh therapist I've been to. You know, and that's quite a bit, but it's just finding the one that you connect with and then I literally tell her everything. And same with medications, finding one that works for you, and it might take a bit, but Just be open to the idea of both. Um, And even if you don't, you know, I don't know what options are available to you around where you live. But if you can't afford or if your assurance doesn't cover um, a therapist, you know, there's options. There is options. If you're still in high school, I know that my school had a therapist that they could set us up with if you really needed it um, community programs, you know, you just have to search around, research around where you live. I wish I could tell you what options are available to you, but I'm not a mind reader. I don't know where you live. (laughs) So yeah. Um, and then I also cut out toxic people and this could be a whole podcast by itself, but The toxic people I've cut out of my life are my father, for now, and a few friends. Um, Friends are quite easier to cut out than parental figures, definitely. (laughs) I'm lucky that I don't live with my dad as of now. But I was noticing whenever I would even just like talk to him or he would enter a room, I would get this big negative energy and I would be upset for the rest of the day and there was even a point where my dad came in I didn't even speak a word to him he didn't speak a word to me and an hour later I went and I was screaming at my sister over nothing and i realized that every single time he's around I feel just angry and sad and it makes me spiral all completely down again into where I'm doing better and then he comes around and I'm depressed again. So I'm not going to cut out my dad for my whole life. I do want a relationship with him. As of now, he's a very negative person. There's a lot going on in his life that I cannot deal with as an 18-year-old. So, you know, he's not in my life right now and that's okay. And I'm okay with that. I wish I did have my dad in my life, but I made the choice to cut him out of it because he is not good for me. And you have to make that choice in your life, too. It's easier for me because I don't live with my father. But, you know, if you live with your parents and they are toxic... I'm sorry, you can hear my dog barking in the background. But if you live with your parents and they are toxic and abusive, unfortunately, you know, a lot of you can't just leave... Um, And I really don't know what to say to that because I've never gone through that. Um, My dad was not toxic and manipulative and emotionally abusive until this year. And then he moved out directly after. Um, So I really don't have any advice for that. If you are in that situation, you know, message me and I will try to help you. But even with friends, you know, I would just say, cut them out. Friends are pretty easy to cut out. (laughs) And I'm not saying if they do like one bad thing to you, but if they're constantly bringing you down, telling you, you look terrible, you know, I used to get, um, that I was annoying a lot, you know, and that really affected me. And I, and it, it really messed with me. So, you know, cut out those friends. Cut out those toxic family members. Just because their blood doesn't mean shit. And I'm telling you that right now. Just because they are your family doesn't mean anything. Because if they are treating you badly, then you should not have a loyalty to them just because of relation. The last thing that I do is I find things to keep me going. Some things that made me realize I want to keep going is my future. You know, I think of it a lot. I want to travel and experience the world. Also, um, my parents, my friends, you know, my cat. My cat is a major one. And it's so funny because it's such a small thing. But, you know, if I'm not there, nobody in my family likes my cat. And that's it. And my cat does not like anyone but me. So, you know, if I'm not there, where's my cat going to go? My parents aren't. My mom or dad is not going to keep him because they hate him. So like what? He's going to go in a shelter and probably be put down because, you know, he doesn't really like anyone but me. And it's the stupidest things like that, but literally finding one thing is like the biggest motivator. Also, finally, exercising and eating healthy. Um, exercising is scientifically proven to release, I believe it's serotonin in your brain. And, you know, serotonin is a chemical that makes you happy. So even if it's, I know how hard it is to literally just get up, put on clothes and go to the gym or go on a walk. You know, that's something I even struggle with. struggling with today you know but um, exercising even if it's just for a half an hour walk you know 15 10 minute walk makes you feel 10 times better and eating healthier I know makes me feel 20 times better I'm not here to push any beliefs on you but I am vegetarian and I know that makes me feel so much better being vegetarian um for a lot of things but there's if you think about it eating animals is literally eating dead things you know it's eating dead meat and I I just find that disgusting and I'm not here to tell you oh you have to become vegetarian or you're a terrible person but you know when I eat negative or I I strongly believe in if you bring negative energy into your life, you become a negative person. And I believe that eating dead things and killing things is negative. Therefore, I'm becoming a negative person. You know what I mean? So I feel like when I'm vegetarian and don't eat meat, it's more positive. Like eating plants is more positive. And that's just, that's just something, a stupid thing I believe in. Um, not here to push vegetarianism or veganism on you. But, you know, that's just something I believe in, that eating healthier makes me feel better. Um, so, that's basically all of the tips I have for you. And keep in mind, you're not going to be perfect every single day. And it's okay to not be perfect. If you have a crappy day or even a crappy week, it's okay. Okay. You know, you don't have to be okay 24-7 and constantly doing something 24-7. You have to realize that you're doing a lot just by being here and existing and getting up out of your bed and, you know, you're doing a lot just being here. So stopping down on yourself for not doing the extra things. And the last thing is I want you to know that everything you're going through is temporary, as non-temporary as it feels in the moment. I know I've been through quite a bit of things. As non-temporary as it feels in the moment, it is temporary. So think about it. In 10 years, is this going to matter? In a couple months, are you even going to remember what you were so, so sad about? And if you are, then, you know, like, I'm obviously going to remember my parents' divorce. (laughs) But I bet you in 10 years I'm not going to be feeling the way I am feeling about it now. So you have to just remember that all this pain is temporary and it will go away. Unfortunately, it doesn't feel like that most of the time, but it is temporary. Sorry, there's people downstairs... You know, I started recording this podcast when it was calm and peaceful and my mother was sleeping. My sister was at the gym. My dog was relaxed. And everything is happening right now. And I wanted to finish this so I could get it posted. But, yeah. That is the end of this recording. Sorry if it was choppy again. There's so much happening in my house right now. I kept having to stop. So I could tell my mother to be quiet (laughs) because she would not be quiet. Um, Stop for my dog constantly barking and being annoying. But yeah, that's it. Next week will be a little more calm. I'm going to record in the morning when my mother is sleeping because she works night shift. So that I will not get interrupted as much as I did today because I'm currently recording around 3.48 p.m. So my mom is up so that's it i hope you have a wonderful day wonderful week and anyone who's listening thank you for listening i'm so i'm extremely surprised if you made it this long um and i'm just going to send positive vibes and positive energy to you and hope that you have a wonderful week I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Not sure what the topic is going to be yet, but, you know, I'll figure it out. I have a lot I want to talk about, um, a lot about, you know, spiritual aspects like manifestation, law of attraction. You know, there's so much I am so interested in and there's so much I could talk about. But yeah, so that's it.